From the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, a podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Join us as we have conversations that help you navigate real life, real faith, and real community in the everyday. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today I'm here with Elise Daly Parker and Noelle Rhodes. Making time for friends is important. The most rewarding friendships are the ones that are intentionally nurtured. As we mentioned in episode 32, we can do this by participating in a book club, collaborating on a project, or volunteering together. We can even connect with each other with technology such as Skype, FaceTime, or Voxer. What we didn't mention was celebrations. Noelle, our resident friendship expert, says whether it be done through brunch, mimosas, karaoke, spa pedicures, or dinner with the besties, it must be done. And when we forget to celebrate our friends, we communicate disinterest in their pursuits and purpose. She's here to share with us the 10 reasons why we should celebrate a friend. Elise and I, enthusiastic partygoers, are here to add a few more. But before we get started, let's ask our listeners and friends of the show our In Your Words question. What is your fondest memory of a celebration you were a part of, either for yourself or someone else? Hi, ladies. This is in response to your query of what my fondest memory of a celebration for either myself or someone else was. The celebration I wanted to share with you is uh, when we planned a surprise 18th birthday slash high school graduation party for our eldest son. The celebration was extra special because just two years before, we had gone through a trying time in our relationship with our son who spontaneously decided to go live with his biological father, who also happened to live 24 hours Uh, a 24-hour drive away. The decision and implementation happened in just a few hours, which was traumatic for me since we had never been apart for more than a weekend. After a rocky experience there, he returned home. And as he was working on finishing off his senior year, we knew that we wanted to honor his life and accomplishments with a surprise party. So when he stepped into our home and everyone yelled surprise, he was able to see family and friends, some who had driven hours to be there, And I could see the joy in in his heart, and a mother's heart was bursting with joy, too. Hey, so sorry. I'm just getting to this, and it's a day later than when you're editing. But sure, let me try to remember what I said. I don't really remember, but um, I gave it a shot. My name's Denise, and I just turned 30 last year. And my mom growing up, she always made birthdays a big deal. So... Um, Every time somebody has a birthday now, I always want to celebrate them. She made us feel like we were the most important people and super loved. And that's kind of carried um, with me or I've carried that with me into adulthood. And anytime somebody has a birthday, we bring balloons to the office or have a cake or a car that everybody signs. Or if they're close to friends, they're always going out to eat or getting dressed up or doing something that's a little bit out of the ordinary day-to-day routine just to make sure that those who are celebrating feel loved and honored just for who they are. Hi, this is Mandy Meineke. You can find me at mandymeineke.com. And one celebration that I look back on with fond memories was a few years ago when a dear friend of mine invited several of her friends from different circles when she opened up her house and gathered us all in one spot for a friendship brunch. And what she did was have a really wonderful coffee bar and some yummy brunch food. And she had us all sit in her living room and she went around one by one 
and just introduced each of us and how she knew each of us. And so we got to see this wonderful picture of different aspects of her life. And then she also had a really pretty little card by each play setting that had a question on it, having something to do with friendship. So that was just a nice prompt where anyone who wanted to share could go around and share a little bit of an answer to that question. And then that way we got to know other people in the room and their stories. So it was just a really fun, upbeat, life-giving time of celebrating friendship. And since that time, it's been on my heart to do the same thing one day for the very special people in my life. A big thank you to Diana, Denise, and Mandy for sharing their favorite celebrations with us. We'd love to hear about a celebration that meant a lot to you, too. You can give us a shout out on social media or let us know in our Facebook community group. If you're on Voxer, you can leave us a message answering our weekly question as well. All you have to do is email me at Kimberly at circlesoffaith.org or reply to our weekly newsletter with your Voxer handle and we'll add you to the group. Okay, since our last episode together, I've been thinking about some of the other ways that we spend time with our friends. And one of the things that I forgot to mention, actually three things I forgot to mention in the last podcast that I want to just share with you guys quickly, since we're still on the topic of friends, is... Running your errands with a friend is a good way yeah. to connect with each other. Sometimes we're so busy and we don't think to call our friend and say, hey, I'm going to Costco. Do you need mm-hmm. to go? And that time that you spend with them in the car and even shopping together is a way to connect, especially when you're pa- your schedule's so packed that you just don't know how you're going to see each other. I love that. Um, I love that. Another thing that I did with my best friend a while back, and we only did it a few times, is we made a list of all the projects that we needed to get done in our house. So it mm-hmm. was like clean out the closet, organize the fo- family photos, you know, clean out my garage. And we decided that we would each take turns helping each other with their, our projects. And so oh, not nice. only were we nice. putting it on the calendar to get something done that we needed to do, but we were doing it with a friend and we were catching up with each other while we were doing it. So kind of reciprocating that was really, really helpful for a little while. And then one more thing that um, Becky, who we heard from on that episode in the In Your Words portion, she left me a Voxer talking about how what she's found really helpful is working out with her friends, finding a partner to work Ooh. out with. You know, yeah, good. you know, if you're training for something or doing something together, it's good. look, everyone has it on their list to work out. Mm-hmm. So, and most mm-hmm. of us never get around yep. to it. And if you have a friend to do it with... Mm-hmm. You're not, again, it's not taking away from what you need to get done from you want to get done. You're just bringing somebody into it. And so I just wanted to throw those out there because I felt like those were good ones that we forgot to mention. Very good. I like those a lot. You know, I'm thinking too, I feel like, um, you know, especially for moms whose husbands are not home on weeknights, um, did we touch on a community meal where you just kind of get together with another mom and her kids? No. Yeah. I mean, I definitely um, would meet, you know, back in the days when um, McDonald's was acceptable, um, (laughs) we would meet at McDonald's and um, actually have a ball. We would bring our little kids. They had that playroom. playground, yeah. Was this the Um, Wooddale one? Yes. I had so many fond memories as a kid playing there. Back in the day. I mean, we would go there and the kids would have a little something to eat. And there was this private room where you could sit and and the clown, you know, McDonald came on and did a little show. It was great. And then uh, another one is, you know, on, on evenings when our husbands weren't home, we would just get together and, you know, decide on some kind of meal to put together and, um, just do an early evening meal 
and it was wonderful. Great way mm. to spend time together, yeah. especially mm-hmm. as the spring came on. Oh yeah, that's mm. one of my favorites. I think we forget. I think we forget that we're all kind of in our houses alone, taking mm-hmm. care of our families, and why not take care of them together? That's good. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good all it right. is. So celebrations. Yep. Noel, talk yep. to us. <laughs> well, I I feel like I always have to put out a disclaimer that I write about the things that I struggle with. Mm. <laughs> so you know, learning to be quote unquote, a party animal for my friends in <laughs> honor of my friends is something I've had to really work on. Mm. Um, I am notorious for forgetting my friends' birthdays, like always. <laughs> um, and that's terrible. I mean, this is something I've been working on. So yeah. I just realized, so the power of celebrating and part of that came from actually a series I did a long time ago for 31 days. I don't know if anyone knows about that. It's a blogging challenge and you blog for 31 days, 31 days, right? At least. Yes, exactly. In October. I wrote a, I wrote a series called the God who parties mm. and it was me looking at the gospels at all these moments that Jesus was kind of either literally at a party or celebrating someone. And I just thought that was very interesting that, that is a facet of who God is, is he is the God who celebrates. He is the God who parties. He is the God who, who shows honor. And, and I thought that was very interesting. So that convicted me though, is what convicted me out of that writing was, am I doing that for the people in my life who I love and say are important to me? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started to think, am I really celebrating my friends even beyond their birthday? So I wrote a post kind of on my own birthday, just about, you know, just 10 simple ideas and reasons for why you can celebrate your girlfriend. And I try to, I try to do this. Like, I I know it sounds, that doesn't sound very profound, but I actually do try to just celebrate my friends and to just press pause on life Mm -hmm. and say, stop, we're going to, we're going to make a memory here. Because you are important and what you're doing is important or this season that you're in is important. It's very easy to get caught up in the rat race and the busyness of life and to not stop and to acknowledge the growth and the change and the accomplishment that has taken place in each other's lives. And that's what I mean, it's part of the reason why we walk together in life, isn't it? Is to kind of applaud one another. So that is why I wrote the post and most of these things, actually, I think all of these things in the list I've done. I know I've done. Do you want me to just go ahead and start? Yeah, let's start with number one. Well, number one, I just wrote, she lived another year, which is true. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, it is know, true. It's true. I mean, birthdays are a great excuse for getting dressed up, going out, spending too much money on grilled chicken. I mean, it is, it is true. <laughs> and, you know, I, we've done that. We've totally done that. I, one of my favorite memories was my friend, two of my friends had birthdays in March and April. And one of my friends lives in Philly and the other, the other, the other friend and I live in New Jersey. So we, we always meet in New Hope and we have dinner at this place. I can't remember the name. I probably should think of it to give them a little credit, but I can't think of it. Anyways, it's like a little wine and cheese bar kind of place, mm-hmm. tapas bar. And we meet there and we just celebrate their birthdays. And I just love, I loved it, you know? I mean, yeah, it costs money, but 
it was worth it. And I think sometimes you have to actually, one of the keys to celebrating your friends is to plan, prepare and budget, you know, it, it, it can become stressful if you're not ready for it. So if you have close friends, you know, a big birthday is coming up, you know, consider it in your budget. Mm -hmm. Um, I had another friend who was turning 40 and I knew Troy was going to be away that weekend. And I called up, I called her up and I said, what are your plans? Cause Troy's going to be away. And, um, I want to get a babysitter so I can be there for your birthday. And that's just how we, you know, I just, I've realized if I don't do that, then I'm going to be like, not going to be able to go to her party because I don't, I'm not prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So that's number one, you know, celebrate your friend because she's lived another year and it doesn't have to be the big ones. It should be all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, think, hard. I think it's the most <laughs> obvious one, but it's yeah. probably the most overlooked one. Yeah. Meaning that like, I can remember some of my birthdays where people literally called me up and they're like, it's your birthday. Let's go out. Like, let's go out mm-hmm. for lunch or I'm taking you to lunch. And even if it's a few days before or a few days after, just the fact that they took the initiative, they didn't say, Hey, so did you want to do something for your birthday? They just said, yeah, I'm yeah, you to yeah. Lunch. I remember when I was pregnant with, with Aaron my girlfriend was pregnant with her son and she called me up and she's like, let's go get virgin margaritas. Like we literally yeah. just went in the afternoon and it was so unexpected and it was somebody I was good friends with. But like the fact that she reached out to me in that way was so different than the way we had connected before yeah. that it just, it meant so much. And I would like to get better at doing that for yeah. my friends, even if it's just, yeah. I mean, you can yeah. even just pop over and bring like, some tea or coffee or like a snack. Like it doesn't even need to be big budget. I mean, it's nice to be, to go out and celebrate at a restaurant and even have some drinks, but like you can, you can come by with, you know, I don't know, snack from Trader Joe's and, (laughs) you know, bottles, sparkling water and say, let, you know, let's, let's hang out for a bit and celebrate. Tell me about your year. Yeah. Even, even frankly, even a card in the mail, Oh my I mean, gosh. These days, that's a tremendous gift to me. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're and right. I just, I want to just mention that um, I, we had this, I have a little birthday group of four women, including me. And I have to say, we have been getting together for, um, oh my gosh, over 20 years for each one of our birthdays. And it is really a tremendous blessing because. Yeah. I know that no matter what else happens, and my birthday is July 4th, so it's, um, you know, it's it can get lost in the weekend yeah. of everybody doing all kinds of things and family and all that, and um, and I am a birthday brat, so um, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I like celebrating my birthday. But anyway, so that group is such a blessing to me yeah. because we get each other really thoughtful gifts, and we always go out to dinner, and that's four times a year, so it's really, it's nice. really yeah. I love that a lot. Love it. I love that. And it happened, literally happened. We were at a Christmas party that one of our friends had who actually lives in California now. And <laughs> um, we were like, oh, my gosh, it's Stacy's birthday tomorrow. You know, why don't we do something for her birthday? And that's how it started. And then all these years later, and, and as I said, my, my, this is Farrell's friend. So she's 28 and she was about five years old. So it was 23 years. Wow. Old. Do you have a name for your group? Are you like the birthday bunch? I feel like we call ourselves <laughs> something in the past, um, but I don't, I, I can't think of it. Like, you know, that weekend that I've told you guys about, we do call that the wonderful, not normal weekend, but no, we don't, it's just a birthday mm-hmm. group and it's a blessing and it's sacred. 
So yeah. I love very that. thankful for that. I love that. Yeah. Noel, you have lots more of ideas. Yes. <laughs> Number two, um, celebrate because she sent her first child to kindergarten and didn't oh. need to take a volume to get through it. First of <laughs> or all, I, she did. <laughs> or maybe she did. Um, I'm not going to say if I did or not. I, I remember when I put Silas on the bus, because I, I had to put him on a bus to go to kindergarten, and I was a wreck. I followed him in my car, got out of my car, hid behind a bush, and watched him go into his school. Elise is dying over there because she knows it's true. I was such a wreck. And so I remember I had a friend, a a friend who just said, "Look, after you're done, (laughs) after you're done with that, come on over. We'll have (laughs) yeah, come over for a cup of tea." And you know what? It was nice because it was like it is a huge. I mean, people don't realize. It's a huge kind of, I don't know what you call it, milestone in your motherhood, right? Yeah. So for me, oh my gosh. (laughs) So I, I, I think that there's something nice about that. If you can, you know, especially, and and I'm just going to put this out there. You know, if you, if your friends are a little bit younger than you and they're in that season and you're not, oh my gosh, if you kind of recognize that for them and say, listen, I know, I know it's the big day. Let's get lunch afterwards and, um, and just get your arm around them and just say to them, it does get easier. Yeah. They're not going to die. It's going to be okay. I think that that speaks of volumes of volumes. So, um, I would definitely do that. And number three, before you, but before you move on, um, there's there's someone in town that usually does a brunch the day the first day of school after drop off so everybody That's would nice. like go to her house i mean it it's become over the years it's become like a party though like it's more like you see a gazillion people but i think going mm-hmm. forward i always think of that first day of school and i always think we should be celebrating. Yeah. Like I would like to next year, if I can remember, and maybe you guys can remind me to do, even if it's just an intimate gathering of a handful of girlfriends and that first day back to school after drop off, let's just yeah. come over and celebrate that we're going into like a new season, a new yeah. year, you know? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Cause parenting isn't easy, which leads me to number three. She graduated her last child from high school, and no one died in the process of surviving the school years. Seriously, that is a huge. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you this right now. When Silas, my oldest, who you've probably heard on the podcast, has some he has special needs. When he graduates high school, Troy and I are we're going to Aruba with our friends. I mean, we're going to celebrate because <laughs> it's been a hard. It's been hard. Yeah, already. It's been straightforward. Yeah, he's only in third grade. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that I'm sure the day after Olive graduates, who's my youngest, you know, it will be a celebration because it, you know, you are your child's advocate and they're in, when they're in school and you go through what they go through. If they're struggling, you're struggling. If they're doing well and are succeeding, you feel really, you feel really good about that. But it's like an emotional roller coaster. So when that roller coaster comes to an end, it's good to celebrate because there's a bit of there's a bit of loss there too. It's like you're ending that season of your of your parenting, so it's important oh. to kind of close the chapter, yeah. help your friends close that chapter well. Yeah, mm. yeah I like that. Yeah, me too. That could be graduation from anything. Like, yeah, well, you know, especially nowadays, like 
you know, we have when you graduate second grade, you go into a new school when you graduate sixth grade, like even just marking those milestones all the way, because think about like for us, you leave second grade, you're going into the big school. Like that's a big yeah. deal. You graduate sixth grade. You, for us, you're going into the high school. Like that's a big yeah. deal. Every single one of those is a milestones and to just stop and recognize, wow, we're like moving on to that next phase is worth recognizing. Yeah. 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 It's it's inter- yeah, I'm thinking of we in um, at the end of high school. I think a lot of towns do this now that we have um, project graduation where everybody goes off yeah. on overnight and the buses drive all through town and people stand out waving. And I re- my my youngest, I can't believe this, only graduated four years ago and um, from high school. And some of my precious friends whose kids had graduated several years before came and joined us. And Mm. that was so awesome. Like my friend Charlene brought a bottle of champagne with her husband and we stood by and the buses came by and we waved and we could see Amelia (laughs) and, and then came back afterwards and just hung out in the backyard and um, had some champagne. And yeah, that was really special to me. Really was. Yeah. It's important. Celebrating the parents milestones. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, another great reason to celebrate is because your friend has started grad school. Mm-hmm. You know, she spent a lot of money, time, brain space to better herself. And the least we can do is acknowledge that with brunch. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends have started grad school and um, I think it's can be very intimidating and scary to start grad school. So you need your friends to kind of come around you and say, we're with you. You know, mm-hmm. we, what you're doing is important and you should do it. And we're going to celebrate the fact that you've taken this step. Love it. So I'm, I love that. And also you should celebrate when she finishes grad yeah. school. Because yeah. <laughs> grad school is no joke. And, you know. Well, Kimberly Coyle's getting ready to I was be gonna done. Say, We're going to have to do something like for her. Celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> we need to pay homage to her sacrifice. I, yeah. I, I really think that's important. Uh, I was very fortunate. My best friend graduated from grad school a few years ago and I happened to be in the country at that time and I knew I needed to be there when she walked the line Hmm. and it just was a really because just because I'd seen her for years you know doing the papers and doing all the work and it was it was a stressful time and just to be able to acknowledge the fact that that her work had come to an end and she was getting the certificate and it was going to launch her career I mean it was Hmm. it was a really precious just time to witness to mm-hmm. be a witness to and there was a great party afterwards so you know when you're when your friend finishes grad school that's a big deal it's like yeah. she's survived the hunger games for sure so <laughs> i i'm a big believer and do you know going big then maybe yeah maybe maybe doing a little weekend away or making sure there's a you know if she's a party person making sure the the party has been planned and that's yeah. not going overlooked cause that's a big deal yeah it is well i um I did a half marathon a while back with a few friends, and I remember when it was done feeling like, does anybody understand what a huge deal this is? Like, I wanted people to celebrate me, but I wasn't going to, like, tell people that. My parents actually are amazing when it comes to... um, acknowledging certain things and certain surprises and so you know with my family my immediate family my husband and my kids they were like oh well do you want us to come watch and I'm like yes 
Okay. Um, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to Is that gonna really come. a question? Yeah. And, and, I, and I knew that they would, you know, and I yeah. was like, okay, this is what you have to do, Carl. And you got all three kids on your own and I know whatever, like, you can do it. And my, um, cause it wasn't local. It wasn't a local race. So I had okay. to go down the night before and stay in a hotel with friends and yeah. Anyways, little did I know that my parents had called my husband, or maybe my husband called them, I don't know, but they were making plans. But they, my parents actually came from their house, picked my, picked my husband and my kids up, and they took the RV down to the race. So they got there at like, you know, two in the morning, they parked in the parking lot while the participants parked, they got permission to sleep there. And so when literally when I tell you we were driving up the street, and I saw the RV in the distance, I go, there's my parents and my and they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, I guarantee you that's my parents. Well, did they tell you they were coming? I'm like, nope. I go, I bet you that's them because they do those kinds of things, right? Yeah. So nice. And so funny because they, like my husband called me, right? And he's like, hey, babe, you know, we're, we're getting ready to leave. And I go, oh, really? Because I thought you were, you were already here. And like, <laughs> he didn't know that I, I'd seen the, the RV. And, um, and they were all there. And it was so oh. nice. And when you were saying about like being there for them to walk the line, I mean, I felt yeah. like they... Like it was, it, they, they celebrated it and it was, yeah. it was important to me because it was something that I thought I would never be capable of doing. Yeah. And then I even like on social media that day, I was like, I was the one in high school with the cramps at the back of the line and couldn't even get around the track. And here I am. I yeah. did this. This was a huge deal for me, but, um, exactly. yeah, it's the presence of your friends at moments like that are really awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think another good reason to celebrate is because your friend has received a job promotion or is starting a new job venture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard work is, 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 you know, that, that hard work ethic is kind of rare these days. So, um, but even more so it's rarely recognized. And so I think that when our friends are given, you know, opportunities or they've been promoted, it's, um, it's really going to be on us to acknowledge that and throw her a parade for that. It's not <laughs> going to be her boss. It's definitely not going to be her fellow employees. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's starting a new job, I, there's, there is nobody at her job that's going to know her or know her story. So as a friend, you know, it's part of your, your, your privilege to, to highlight that and say, look, you, you just got this cool promotion or you're about to start this new career. Like, let's kind of, you know, party. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Let's, let's celebrate this. Yes. And I, um, I think it's important. I know when we launched, um, friending, we had a launch party and a lot of our friends came out to that. And that was so meaningful to them for them to recognize that we were doing something new yes. and that they were behind us. And so I think it's really important as friends that we, we do that. And I, I kind of think this one is one that gets lost a lot because we're like happy for our friends, but it's not something that we think, Oh, we should celebrate. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I love, I, yeah, I love that you, when you launched friending, you had a launch party and we did the same for circles of faith, Kimberly, mm-hmm. all those years ago. And that was really fun. And it really was tremendously encouraging to yeah. have people show up and say, we're excited about what you're doing and we are standing with you and you know, we're going to have cake with you. Yeah. And another, I think about when I quote, went back to work, um, cause I had done things kind of all those years, meaning, 
you know, I had been a birth teacher for a while and um, working for the Ministry of Moms in Prayer. But then I, quote, as I say, went back to work Hmm. um, working for a magazine. And I kind of slipped back into it. Um, I mean, it was a legit um, business. I'm still the editor of that magazine. I think it's 15 years later. Um, But it's interesting because I went kicking and screaming, quite frankly. Mm. I did not want to go back. I loved the ministry work that I was doing, but I really couldn't afford to do it anymore. We needed the income. And I wonder, you know, I didn't give people a lot of space to celebrate that because I was so miserable. But I wonder if somebody would have turned around and said to me, I don't know if I would have heard it, but I just wonder, um, wow, good for you. I'm proud of you. You got this job after being out of the publishing industry for, you know, 15 years. Yeah. And here you are, you're the editor of a magazine. But again, I'm not sure I gave anybody space (laughs) to do that because I was so miserable and afraid and just kind of like, why do I have to go back to work? It was so obnoxious. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's an interesting, interesting thought. I like that, Noel. I think that's a really a good point. And I also think just even, you know, you lose track of what people are doing in their mm-hmm. lives, especially yeah. when you're in the stage that I am where many of us have been back in the workforce for a long time after raising our children. Yeah. And um, it's really important to celebrate what people are doing yeah. and how they're, you know, like progressing in their careers and um because it's really it's exciting and and i i see my women friends doing a lot of wonderful stuff so yeah i love moment. i love how you're talking about giving your friends space to celebrate you um <laughs> i also think in terms of getting rid of your own junk and acknowledging others so that you can celebrate them. Like oftentimes, like you were saying how you don't always know what people are up to. Like sometimes I'm so busy going, yeah, well I already do that every day or I already have to like get on the train and commute. Good for you that you now have to do the same or I already have to, um, you know, suck it up and do this or, you know what I'm saying? Like I think sometimes we let ourselves get in the way. Yeah. Um, and so whether or not we're feeling sorry for ourselves in terms of what mm. you were talking about, like, oh, well, I'm not really happy with this, you yeah. know, which didn't give your friends space. You know, <laughs> we here we are feeling sorry for ourselves. And that doesn't allow us to celebrate what our friends are doing. We just say, yeah. you know, hey, well, I've, that, been, I've been there, that, done that. What, what yes. do we have to celebrate you for? Maybe because we weren't celebrated or we didn't approach it as a new thing. I think that that is a big topic of, um, you know, how do we really cheer each other on, um, especially maybe somebody's having success in an area that we wanted in and we're not having that success. Mm-hmm. And how do we get over ourselves enough? Or as you said, Kimberly, which is a lot more compassionate towards ourselves, um, how do we get through our junk and our issues enough to to really be for other people? Because yeah. I definitely, that's a part of myself that I do not like, um, mm. that sometimes I find myself really being competitive or comparative or yeah. selfish, self-centered. Um, so, yeah, I think that part of what you're talking about actually throughout this whole 10 things is yeah. really thinking about other people more. Well, we're doing a whole episode on friending about that. It's called all my friends are getting married, having babies, not living in their parents' basements, except for me. <laughs> so it'll be out soon. But Bye. yeah, I know we have a counselor on the show talking to us about it. And you know what she said? She just said to 
speak it out loud. <laughs> she said if you if you are if you are struggling with your friends you know just say you know this is hard for me i want to be there for you but for whatever reason this is hard for me and i'm working on it so and you know um i i i I do get that although i do think there are times when i've overshared on that level (laughs) (laughs) um you know uh but i would I, i have another friend um Margo Walter, who's a spiritual director and, and a minister, and she'd be fun to have on too to talk about some of this stuff. But she she's helped me. She says to me, you know, embrace yourself for that. Like, look at it and yeah. and and accept it, and kind of say, all right. So when I'm real, and get in touch with what you're really feeling, yeah. and maybe you're really feeling nothing about that other person, but just more like, I really wish that had happened for me, and yeah. I'm sad that it didn't. Yeah. And so. And be sad for a minute and maybe write about it or talk about it or whatever. Yeah. And then I, then I can move on because I've accepted myself instead of put myself down for having that feeling. Yeah. So it's another option. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Number seven, celebrate your friend because she's conquered one of her fears. I wrote here, I don't know if you want to put this in, but I wrote one of my friends recently had her first bikini wax done. And this was on the top 10 list of her fears. And I wrote, it's my, it's on mine too. <laughs> now the world knows. Um, and we, we, I wrote, we were all so proud you'll, of her. You'll let us know when you do that. <laughs> I will. Cause I will want the party. Um, yeah. I wrote, we are also proud of her bravery. We're thinking about calling a caterer. It is true. Mm. She did text us the night before and ask for prayer. <laughs> I can't even remember why she did it. I don't even know the reasons, but, um, and then afterwards we were, we just kind of laughed about it, you know, and recently we were all together at a weekend away and they were trying to get me to have my first bikini wax. <laughs> and I just, I, there wasn't enough time for me to muster up the courage. So, but yeah, there, I mean, there are other fears mm. that <laughs> maybe warrant more of a party, but <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Elise. But I think that you have to also have um, the kind of friendships where you share your fears. So not every friendship are you going to be sharing your fears. But yes. if you have a deep relationship with somebody and they are sharing with you things that they're struggling with and then you see them overcome it, we should absolutely be right there to be yes. like, I am so glad that you got through this. I know this yeah. was hard for yeah. you. Let's yeah. go out and have, let me treat you to a cup of coffee. Like, yes, recognize it, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. if you can yeah. afford that cup of coffee, recognize it oh, in some that. way yes. so that they know, because, because maybe it's me, my love language is words of affirmation. But when I feel like I've overcome something and nobody mm-hmm. recognizes it, especially the close people in my life, yeah. I'm like, hello, hello. Like, yeah. didn't yeah. you, didn't you notice, didn't you? Like, mm-hmm. I'm Aww. like, it took so much of me to, to overcome whatever fear that was. And then I actually yeah. do it and it's anticlimactic. And I'm, I'm like, I have a pity party. Yeah. Well, I think that that maybe starts too, as you say that, um, I'm thinking Kimberly, you know, we have to remember to tell people what we're doing. Yeah. That's really important to us. And that's really hard for us. And so we have to have that friend or community of friends where we can really do that. Um, so that's, you know, and that's again, part of what you're talking about, Noel is cultivating relationships. And so are you Kimberly. And, and speaking of that, I mean, I would like to celebrate you just, I'll do a little aside celebration. (laughs) You Kimberly Kimberly Amici. I wish I had some balloons. Woohoo! You (laughs) totally changed your friend 
approach, attitude, everything. I mean, I personally have seen a tremendous change and now you're, you're my, um, standard. (laughs) Whereas before you were very sad about, um, the lack of relationships. So I think Mm. it's awesome. And I think you should be celebrated for making big changes that have yielded what you want. Yeah. And that's very, that's good. We should celebrate next time we're all together. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep celebrating every single (laughs) time. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) I am a party girl. (laughs) (laughs) I do like to have fun. I do too. (laughs) Number eight, I wrote, celebrate your friend because she has pursued one of her dreams. Whether it's big or little, make a fuss. I'm thinking right now I have a friend who has always wanted to write full time and she was able to do that. She just was able to um, get a literary agent and get published and all this stuff. And um, as much as I can get jealous of her sometimes, (laughs) no, Um, back to number six. But yeah, we... um, you know, we have to celebrate. We do. And the one thing I think is important when you're celebrating somebody pursuing their dreams is it kind of also cultivates a bit of hope in all of us that we can pursue our dreams too. Mm-hmm. So I really, and I, I really have enjoyed celebrating her through it yeah. and looking forward to her book, her book launch and things like that, because it gives me hope that, you know, as yeah, I pursue my dreams, mm-hmm. You know, there'll be a party for me too. Yeah. And, you know, I would, I would just like to mention, and we can put this in the show notes. There is a a wonderful site called godsizedreams.com. Yes. And um, I actually am a contributing writer on that site. And it is a place where people celebrate one another's dreams. And Mm -hmm. there are wonderful friendships that get forged. And it started years ago um, with a book that Holly Girth had written, You Were Made for a God-Sized Dream. So um, the book is an encouragement for dreamers. And then there's this community that came out of it that um, really is a blessing and really invites people to share their dreams and and cheers them on. You know, Mm -hmm. yes, it's an online space, but it's a blessed online space. I love that. That's a great resource. Mm -hmm. It's important. Yeah. Number nine, celebrate your friend because she had the courage to break up with her jerk, with the jerk that she's been dating. I have actually thrown this party. Mm -hmm. Literally had a sign that wrote, so glad you broke up with that jerk. Yeah. And interesting (laughs) side note. Did she know that you thought he was a jerk before you broke up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she yeah, wasn't. She so it wasn't a surprise. No, party. it was like a. It was coming. Yeah. But she finally broke up with him, and we were in college, I guess. And um, she was down about it. It was sad. It was still, you know, yeah. was, I think it was a few years they had been dating. So I was like, well, we're at school now. Let's like have a have a party. Aww, <laughs> and so we had I this party, that. and um, interesting enough, she actually met the love of her, her life the next week, but. <laughs> But who she's familiar, married to has, actually. <laughs> but the funny thing is, that party is where I met. I really met Troy, my husband, because oh. <laughs> my other friend brought him to the party. Because I think she was trying to date him, and <laughs> oh, um, well. <laughs> oh well, I love that. And we kind of connected and started chatting and just started hanging out after that. He came to that party, mm-hmm. so good things can come out of that. Another things thing, got good things. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think breakups are really terrible. Like I, I hate them. Even when my, I'm thinking of my sister, she had a really bad breakup once and we decided that we were going to start a movement called breakup cupcakes. And we just started making a lot of cupcakes <laughs> after she broke up with her boyfriend. And I was like, we should make this a recipe book. This could be so good. But I think, Love it. I think that turning around a, a bad breakup and sort of saying, you know what, that part of your life is done. That's over. Um, let's celebrate what's to come yeah. could be a really great way as a friend can support another friend through mm. breakup. Mm. You know, it's, it could be really hard. So yeah. we've done that a few times. I've done that a few times and it doesn't necessarily take the pain away, but it does remind your friends that you are with them and that you're going to walk with them through the heartbreak. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Love it. Number 10. Celebrate your friend because she just needs to be reminded she matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Mm. There's been plenty of times in my own life where I have been maybe struggling with depression or anxiety or just something. Just things have been hard. And having a few friends come around me and just celebrating me because they love me it has really been incredibly healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Well, you know, I kind of think about sometimes you have that little um, voice in your head saying text somebody or mm-hmm. pick up the phone and call them yeah. or um, whatever, you know, some prompting. When I feel like somebody is on my mind, I, I, I hope and pray that I pay attention to that because Oftentimes you find something's going on. So, you know, you text the friend that you're talking about to just kind of say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I really appreciate your friendship. I love mm-hmm. you. You're an awesome person. You know, just God brought you to mind today. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's serious. And yeah. that person really needed to hear from you and has something to share. And sometimes it's just, oh, my gosh. What a, I mean, how do we feel when we get those texts? Or yeah. Phone? We feel great when somebody says, Hey, I've been thinking about you. Um, even I've even, I think of again, one particular friend who has a few times said, I'm thinking of you, is everything okay? And it just gives mm. you, you know, it just yeah. gives you an opportunity to kind of go, well, sometimes no, things are not okay. And yes, but thank you so much for, um, reaching out to me. So, yeah. um, I guess my point is pay attention to those little promptings when we feel that somebody's coming to mind. And yeah. maybe there's a reason and maybe there isn't, but do something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think too, just to kind of add, sometimes we rely a little too much on social media to be our avenue yeah. of which we celebrate our friends. Yes, that's so good. Liking a picture or even loving a picture <laughs> or even commenting on a picture. We think, well, I commented on it. Yeah. yeah. It's as good as a birthday present. Um, I I think that that might be not the most effective way of celebrating our friends. I think that mm-hmm. it does take a little bit of even just hearing a live voice on the other end. I think yes. It, yes. It, it just means more. And we can easily just quickly send a happy birthday, you know, post or like the picture and think, well, she knows. She knows I love her and mm-hmm. she doesn't. You know, so I think that just taking that moment and allowing celebration to kind of trump the busy schedule 
occasionally and just say, okay, no, I'm going to take out this time. I'm going to, I'm going to invest even financially in celebrating you because it's important that you know that you are important to me. Yes. Yes. I think that's really, I think that reminder about social media is Mm -hmm. critical because, um, of course I appreciate any communication. Quite frankly, I do. I, I like, I like the likes. I like that somebody saw something that I did, Yeah. but it is absolutely no substitute for me for a relationship. I mean, yeah. like if you, if you think we're in touch because you've been liking my Instagrams or you've been commenting on my Facebook, um, I would say, I don't feel that way. I don't share that feeling. I feel yeah. like, Oh, you saw something, but you're going through a feed and liking a lot of things. And that is not connection to me. Wow. So, um, I think that's really important. And, you know, maybe it is for some people, maybe that is a connection, but honestly, that to me leaves me feeling, um, almost in some ways, quite frankly, it can almost make me feel lonelier. Yeah. Like that's as connected as we are. Uh, yeah. No, I don't want, I want something else. Yeah. You're right. No substitute, as you said, for a voice. Mm-hmm. No. No, I like that. Mm-hmm. Very important. I mean, my goodness, if Troy had just sent me a Valentine's Day post on Facebook, <laughs> I'd be so angry with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I know people do that, and I'm not, I'm not downing that, but I, I would, I need to hear. It they from work him. for them. Yeah. Yeah, I need to hear his voice, and I need to see it in his face, and um, I think that's the same with friendship. You know. Just you gotta stop every once in a while and just celebrate one, celebrate each other, and do it over food and do it at a party where you have to, you know, wear real pants and <laughs> I love you know, that. that's what you do. Sometimes being a party animal is putting on the real pants and going out. Yeah, yeah, I love I, these ideas are they're awesome and they're there's nothing real complicated in there. It's really um, it makes me think that you know being a good friend is a habit that we can get mm, into yeah. in a good way, a yeah. rhythm. Um, you know, even I think about my planner, um, which I've mentioned before, my iBloom planner, which I really love, and how, you know, it includes uh, people you want to connect with this month yeah. as part yeah. of the list. And I think you guys mentioned that maybe even in your bullet journals of putting down a list of people that you want to connect with. So, I think it's really important to be intentional about that. And, you know, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It just has to take a little thought. So Yeah. I remember in, on one of our episodes we talked about spending time with our friends. I think it was Kimberly Coyle so that she has she leaves her Fridays for friends. Yeah. So I love that idea, and I'm calling it Friends on Fridays. Yes, I love that. And that's a great time to, you know, plan the birthday lunches yes. or the coffees. Yeah. And, you know, that stuff has to be in your schedule or it won't happen. Yeah. Correct. It just won't happen. Correct. Yep. So. Yep. And that's, that's interesting, too, because I do have another friend um, who I used to see all the time. My work schedule's just gotten busier, and I don't easily see friends as much as I used to. And so it becomes even more important to schedule it. And we, every, we got together and we set up three dates for the next, you know, like six weeks. And then we've started to do that again for another cycle because I won't see her otherwise. And she is a precious person to me. Yeah. So yeah, really important. That's good. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. All right, Elise, what's your challenge for us this week? 
Well, I loved what you said, Kimberly, um, and it may—it actually may have been on our other podcast about friendship. But you were—you um, were talking about how you know you 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 make an uh, an intention to see certain friends, and there are people that you see sort of regularly. My challenge this week is for each one of us to find somebody who we don't see regularly, and make a date with that person. Do something intentional, like a get together for a cup of coffee or, um, you know, reach out for lunch if you're willing to invest that much and, and meet up with somebody who you don't already know very well and make yeah. a connection and don't worry about whether or not it's going to, you know, yield a lifelong friendship. Just make that connection with somebody who you've kind of thought, Oh, I'd like to get to know her. Or you may have said 15 times, yeah, let's get together for coffee. Do it. Do it yeah. with that person. Yeah. That's great. All right. Thanks for joining us for this episode. You can find everything here we talked about in the show notes. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at circlesoffaith.org where you'll receive additional content and resources delivered right to your inbox. We'd love for you also to share this podcast with a friend. If you have a moment, head over to iTunes to rate and review the show. Every comment helps listeners find our show. Are you on Instagram and Twitter? So are we. You could find us at Circles of Faith. Thank you.